Hi guys, it's me again and today we'll be starting with the 11th chapter of George Marvelous Madison. So now let's get started. Mr. Cranky's great idea. The next day, George's father came down to breakfast in a state of greater excitement than ever. I'm awake all night thinking about it, he cried. What about that? George asked him. About the marvelous medicine, of course. We can't stop now. My boy, we must start making more of it at once. More and more and more. The giant saucepan had completely emptied the day before because it had so many sheep and pigs and cows and bullocks to be doped. But why do we need more, Dad? George asked. We have done all our own animals and we've made Grandma feel as a frisky as a ferret even though she does have to sleep in the barn. My dear boy, cried Mr. Cleek Frankie. We need barrels and barrels of it. Tons and tons of it. Then we'll sell it to every farmer in the world so that all of them can have giant animals. We will build a marvelous medicine factory and sell softened bottles at five pounds a time. We'll become rich and you'll become famous. But wait a minute, Dad, George said. There's no waiting, cried Mrs. Cranky. Mr. Cranky, sorry, working himself up so much that he had put butter in his coffee and milk in his toast. Oh, oops. Don't you understand what this tremendous invention of yours is going to do to the world? Nobody will go ever hungry again. Why wouldn't they? asked George. Because one giant cow will give 50 buckets of milk a day, cried Mr. Cranky, waving his hand. One giant chicken will make a hundred fried chicken dinners and one giant pig will give you a thousand pork chops. It's tremendous, my dear boy. It's fantastic. It'll change the world. Oh, wait a minute, Dad, George said again. Don't keep saying wait a minute, shouted Mr. Cranky. There isn't a minute to wait. We must get cracking at once. Do calm down, my dear, Mrs. Cranky said from the other end of the table, and stop putting marmalade on your cornflakes. The heck with my cornflakes, cried Mr. Cranky, leaping up from his chair. Come on, George, let's get going, and the first thing we'll do is to make one more saucepan as a tester. But, Dad, said the little George, the trouble is, there won't be any trouble, my boy, cried Mr. Cranky. How can there be possibly any trouble? All you have got to do is put the same stuff into the saucepan as you did yesterday. And while you're doing it, I'll write down each and every item. That's how we'll get the magic recipe. But Dad, George said, please listen to me. Why don't you listen to him? Mrs. Cranky said, the boy is trying to tell you something. But Mr. Cranky was too excited to listen to anyone except himself. And then he cried. When the new mixture is ready, we'll test it out to an old hen just to make absolutely sure we have got it right. And after that, we'll all shut hooray and bow the giant factory. But dad, come on then, what does you want to say? I can't possibly remember all the hundred of things I put into the saucepan to make the medicine, George said. Of course you can, my dear boy. I'll help you. I'll jog your memory. You'll get it in the end. you see if you don't. And now then, what the first thing you put? I went to the bathroom first, George said. I used a lot of things in the bathroom and on mommy's dressing table. Come on then, cried Mr. Killy Cranky. Up we go to the bathroom. 
Then when they got here, they found, of course, a lot of empty tubes and empty aerosols and empty bottles. That's great, said Mr. Frankie. That tells us exactly what you used. If anything is empty, it means you used it. So Mr. Grandy started making a list of everything that was empty in the bathroom. Then they went to Mrs. Cranky's dressing table. A box of powder, said Mr. Cranky, writing it down. Helga's hairstyle, flowers of turnips, perfume. Terrific. This is going to be easy. Where did you go next? To the laundry room, Judd said. But are you sure you haven't missed anything out up there, Dad? That's up to you, my boy, Mr. Cranky said. Have I? I don't think so, Judd said. So down they went to the laundry room and once again, Mr. Cranky drove down the names of all the empty bottles in camp. My goodness me, what a mass of stuff you used, he cried. No wonder it did magic things. Is that the lot? No, Dad, it's not, George said. And he led his father out to the shed where the animal medicines were kept and showed him the five big empty bottles on the shelf. Mr. Cranky wrote down all their names. Anything else? Mr. Cranky asked. Little George scratched his head and thought and thought, but he couldn't remember having put anything else in. Mr. Cranky leapt into his car and drove down to the village and bought new bottles and tubes and cans of everything on the list. He then went to the vet and got a fresh supply of all animal medicines George had used. Now show me how you did it, George said. George, he said. Come along, show me exactly how you missed them all together. So guys, it's all about this chapter number 11. I hope you like it and I'll meet you tomorrow with the next chapter. Till then, stay tuned, take care and bye-bye.